Good morning. It's Monday. It is September 27th, and, and we're going to continue our, our devotion this week looking at stewardship as we, we did last week. And we're going to look at a couple different verses and t- today and tomorrow. We're going to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 to 9, and uh, verses 13 to 14. Let's, let's read them now. If, you, if you've got your Bibles with you, open it up, and, just, and you can follow along. So Paul writes, verse 8, We want to know, brothers, about the grace of God, that has been given among the churches of Macedonia. For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For they gave according to their means, as I can testify beyond their means of their own accord, begging as earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. And this, not as we expected, but but they gave themselves first to the Lord and then by the will of God to us. Accordingly, we urge Titus that as he had started, so he should complete among you this act of grace. But as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness, and in, in our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace also. I say this not as a command, but, but to prove by the earnestness of others that your love also is genuine. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, by his poverty, might become rich. And that's our text for the, for the first two couple of days. So, verse 3 to 5 again. For they gave according to the means, as I can testify beyond their means, of their own accord, begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. And this not as we expected, but they, they gave themselves first to the Lord and then by the will of God to us. Sorry about that. My, my analogy's kind of kicked in today. So, Farmer Brown was going to support the work of the church by donating the milk, the eggs, and the bacon for a fundraising breakfast. The animals in the barnyard decided they were going to have a discussion of what would this mean. Well, the pig was complaining to the chicken and to the cow about their taking the whole thing all together too large. For you, the pig explained, this means a contribution. For me, it is a sacrificial commitment. Stewardship of the blessings God gives us includes participating in the work of the church with first fruit offerings that are proportionate and sacrificial. This week we're going to talk about sacrifice. We may think sacrifice. What do you mean, sacrifice? What does sacrifice mean? Sacrifice is giving that makes a difference. Sacrifice is a free act of love. Sacrifice is an expression of faith in God. I wonder what Isaac was thinking as he talked with his father on the way to the mountain God was going to show him. You know the story of how God told Abraham to, to offer his only son as a sacrifice. As they were going along a three-day journey, Isaac says to his father, Father? Yes, son? I'm carrying the wood and you're carrying the fire. Yes, son. Father. Yes, son. Where's the sacrifice? So there's a pause. Maybe it's a long pause. And Abraham replied, God will provide the sacrifice. I don't know how Abraham explained what this meant or exactly what Abraham expected, but he knew God had already provided the sacrifice. We don't worship with that kind of sacrifice today. We'll talk about about why later this week but we ought to consider this question how do i get on the altar 
think big. The first about how sacrifice is giving. Think first about how sacrifice is giving that makes a difference. Paul writes again in verse 3 of our text, they gave according to their means, as I can testify, and beyond their means. We'll stop there today. Pray with me, would you? Oh, Almighty God, help me to understand the significance of sacrifice. Amen. Thanks for being with us today. Remember to keep all those who, who are been affected by the fire up here in the, in the Reading area, the Fawn Fire, and those who are still evacuated. And we pray that, that no more evacuations will be needed. And, and for those who have lost their homes, I think last count I saw was 40 homes. And uh, so just just pray uh, for them that, them, that, they, that they're okay and that, um, that they can place their hope. And God, God will take care of things, and, and He may use us, the church. He may use you, may use you as an individual. Maybe even ask God, say, God, how can I help those who have who, lost their homes or have been evacuated, and uh, see what He leads you to do. God bless someone today. We'll see you all tomorrow. God bless.